Yo, everybody. I'm Tyler. I'm Danny. And you're here for episode 131.5. That's right. Of Fried Squirms, where we went and saw Three from Hell earlier this week, and we just wanted to talk about it not being attached from, to any of the other episodes, but it's still like really new, and I'm guessing not everyone was able to make it to see it, you know, in the three days it was in theaters. With an upcoming encore performance on the 14th of October, right before the DVD drops. So we're still going to stay mostly spoiler-free, I would imagine. Uh, but, yeah, we just didn't want this tacked on the end of another episode. It'll be out before the next actual episode. So if you're looking forward to that, go watch Tigers Are Not Afraid, as we are going to be recording it right after we're done this. <laughs> awesome. So yeah, man, we got to check it out uh, up in Kalispell, which is like what about a two-hour plus drive from well, here. Well, first it ties in. Oh, and this well, yeah, is going to yeah. be out before the other episode. So, uh, along with Three from Hell, unfortunately, we woke up this morning uh, to hear the news that Sid Haig passed two days ago, which sucks. Yeah, it's a big fucking bummer, considering it's five days after the premiere of Three from Hell. Uh, I do think he has one, possibly two more movies that are going to be coming out past his death, but uh, probably small roles in, in each, I would imagine. Much like, I was thinking earlier today, like, ultimately I'm almost a little bit glad that he's not in this movie that much, because if he would have passed this morning and then we were going to sit here and talk about this and he was in it as much as, like, Devil's Rejects, yeah. it was going to be a hard time. Man, you're not joking, dude, so... Yeah, that is kind of a minor spoiler, I suppose, but he's not really in Three from Hell for very long. I mean, he's in it, but not for very long. I think even the long. trailer kind of hinted at that a little yeah. bit, though. So. I would think so. Uh, if you've seen any of the posters, too, I think it kind of <laughs> forewarns you that, too. I was going to say, he's not front and center on many of the posters. You got Foxy Coltrane instead. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, it's just untimely news. In one way, it was kind of neat that you know, he did get through the the thing that happened with him when it, with his fall because we were like, man, just as long as he's around, when this releases would be a win. And he did. And then we get the news this morning. It's like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's, you know, I don't know. It's it's weird, but just one of those things, too, we've talked about in the past. It's, you know, one another one of these icons that we have grew up with or, you know, encountered and unfortunately passed. So it's just part of the show sometimes. Yep. Uh, anyway, like you were saying, we took a road trip for it, got to go see it opening night. Yeah, basically. that was really fun. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure they probably had their own premiere, but this was, this is this, our this premiere. This felt really <laughs> special considering they were only doing three nights in theaters. Yeah. So. It's one of those things too. I can't think of a time where I've gone to a movie that was like exclusively, you know, put out just for a few nights and so having to catch an on its opening night. So that was really fun. And to see it with you two and being that we're fans and fans of the prequels or, uh, you know, its predecessors makes it even that better. I agree. Uh, yeah, went up to Kalispell, went and caught it at that theater. That was a little underwhelming. Yeah. Which is like any other theater I've ever been to. Smaller than ours, the AMCs, quite considerably, but. I mean, it was still fun. I got kicked in the back a couple of times. I, don't... I think, yeah. I also think we could have just like walked into that motherfucker. 
you probably could have man <laughs> yeah like all right cool somebody showed up for a movie <laughs> awesome it didn't seem like they were on it all that much but no yeah it, I, it, to be fair though i've had that kind of occur here down at our amc too i like, can see that i think i can just walk into this bitch <laughs> like <laughs> well considering yeah <laughs> but nonetheless i mean some of that was a little yeah underwhelming but uh as far as the movie experience it was fun yeah the movie i mean and honestly a movie like this that once again is made to sort of feel like a throwback it almost feels more accurate to watch it in a little bit older style theater. I think so. Not that this is like a super old style theater. Oh no, this is still like way better than some of the bullshit that I was in in like my small town growing up. But yeah, like... I know what you mean there. There's been some ratty ass theaters I've been to, and it's just like I'm just wanting. I'm just here for the movie. Yeah, just <laughs> want to ignore how much my feet are sticking to the oh floor my right gosh. now, dude. I, I got and some stories. That smell. Yeah, no shit. So, with that aside, yeah, the one thing I wasn't anticipating was the uh, introduction by Rob Zombie into the film. I thought that was right, really cool. That was like a five minute, maybe not that long. Five minutes is kind of. I'd a long say yeah, time, but three four three four minute yeah. filmed intro by by Rob that it seemed like he had done just days before. I know, right? It felt like that. Um, maybe a week before or something. I mean, he's been touring lately. With Marilyn Manson, and it was recorded during that tour. Oh, you can sure. totally tell yeah. that, yeah. So, which also I wish I would have went to that stop <laughs> in Billings, but ah, Manson came here, but Rob didn't stop here, so yeah, it's kind of a bummer, but that's all right. Otherwise, I would have went to that show anyway. <laughs> uh, that was fucking. That was neat, even though it was kind of a weird, like rambling intro. Like it was, it was so genuine. It was. It was. It It felt like it was kind of like, all right, I need to do this, just kind of on the spot. Nothing Mm -hmm. was rehearsed, right? Just kind of went with went for it. This this fucking event company is making me do this. (laughs) Yeah, for the most part. Um, No, that was cool though. I wasn't expecting that either. Then, as for the actual movie, yeah, I'm trying to think what we can say about it. Spoiler free, I guess. I mean, overall, like, I think. We already put it up on the Insta. Like, we both gave it a thumbs up. We yeah, I enjoyed it. it. So. I really enjoyed it. That's the super short answer, is that I really liked it. The longer answer is that it's not as good as the other two for me. Yeah, likewise. Some of it, I will say, is budgetary. Some of it, though, is writing, for sure. Because, ah, oh, man, you know, if you're familiar with the first two, it's like, how the fuck do you transition into a third one with the way the second one ended (laughs) right and that was the worst part of the movie for me it was probably the first 10 minutes yeah likewise and it was neat like i i think it's cool and it like builds on it builds on the legend of the character it does which i'm down with because i'm fans of the characters i think the firefly family i think they're cooler than i should for how terrible (laughs) people they are um but that whole first like 10 15 minutes seemed really disjointed and just not man i i kind of felt like man if the rest of the movie is gonna be like this oh dude i know it's gonna be a turd but then without getting into details about 20 minutes in a situation involving some hostages starts up and the movie really picks up for me at that point it does it really starts to pick up, I think. And comes you know, together a lot. Going into the second and third acts, for sure, it, it really gels together. And it feels like you're back at home with these characters. Now, unfortunately, coming out of the movie, 
and getting to think about it for the past week. <laughs> I think ultimately, well, first off, the movie has a lot in common with Devil's Rejects. A lot. Maybe more in common than it really needs to have. <laughs> I would kind of like it if it stood on its own legs a little bit I know, more. I know what you're saying there, yeah. Uh, and I don't want to say any too much about the ending, but if they choose... I do think that what I ultimately will feel about this movie will depend on whether Rob decides to make more or not. Yeah, that's a very solid point. Uh, yeah, because you don't want to spoil kind of what we probably want to say about that, like the ending itself. But uh, if he decides to... It's a to, mild spoiler. It can go on. It can, yeah. We'll say that. Yeah, it can. It leaves itself open to the idea, right? But it, even if it doesn't, I would still be okay with th that being it. I'm okay with it, but I'm going to be kind of disappointed if this is it. Yeah. However, if we get another one past this, I think it's easier for me to view this as a good transition movie. Yeah. And I could to see sort that. of like reframe things now that we're, what, 15 years later? Like, it's been a long fucking time since that's, Devil's Reach. Yeah. So that's, out. in a way, it's kind of too much time for me, like mm -hmm. spacing a movie that arguably didn't really I guess need not that many years i think I yeah put a couple on there but but no i mean what 14 15 years they shot in 2004 for uh devil's rejects if i'm not oh, mistaken shit. Yeah, then yeah 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 so 15 years later yeah exactly so yeah i mean that's what i was getting at it's like had it been like five maybe even 10 years after the fact it wouldn't feel maybe as i don't know as as reachy like they're just reaching a little bit mm-hmm um, especially with like we were saying with Sig, I feel like he could have played a bigger part had it been shot a decade ago. Yeah. You know, as opposed to just last year being shot and released this year. So, um, like there's a lot of things I did like about it. There were, there were a few things of course that were like you were already saying a little disjointed, a little clunky here and there. But once that ball starts rolling, it's like, all right, this is what we were here for. This is why we came here. It feels good. Yeah. It feels like... There were some cool characters, some side characters I liked. I, um, Clint Howard? Yeah, that was awesome. Seeing Sean Whalen, that was awesome. I wish we could have actually seen... What, yeah, what actually what happened. Actually happened. <laughs> To Sean Whalen. Sean Whalen is not in this movie for long, but yeah, we recognize he that. <laughs> had a very memorable ending, though. Yes, he did. Um, honestly, though, like out of the three, this might be my favorite Sherry Moon performance. Yeah, she nailed it. And there's a line that she gives too that kind of lets you know that's it's her show. Mm -hmm. Oh, um, and I guess I mean this isn't a spoiler to point out. I don't think, but. I think part of the reason why it's my favorite Sherry performance is Baby is way more off her rocker. Yeah. Prison has not been kind to her mental state. <laughs> nope. And and that's that ties into some of the things I like about the movie. Like you get this this weird, like warm fuzzy that the family's back together. But then you have like this sort of almost growing like uneasiness because even Otis is like baby's not right anymore yeah and that's saying and that's a lot <laughs> I know, I was like, that's saying a lot <laughs> but she held it down i mean yeah it's off to sherry no i the super unhinged baby might be my favorite baby yeah that was awesome uh 
Richard Brake did a great job. I think. I, think. So. I just I kind of wish his. I have weird mixed feelings about his character because I wish he was a little bit more distinct from Otis, but I think it works. I think it makes sense so that these characters can have a backstory and yeah. familiarity. Yeah, I know what you're saying. It would have been cool had we had a little bit more fleshing out of his character, maybe even a little bit more backstory in the, you know, whether it was in house, even which is intimated at you know mm-hmm. like oh there's just another one out there somewhere which has never seen him well and that's a, so this is never answered so it can't be spoilers but they they keep mentioning him as being the half brother but not as to who because we went over in our devil's rejects episode what we know of what was established lore then rob zombie of course is free to retcon things because Otis originally was an albino, and he is obviously not anymore. So. <laughs> no, he went out and got some sons. What happened? <laughs> um, so he, yeah, whatever. He's free to retcon things as he sees fit. Um, but it's a lot better when there's continuity. You know what I mean? So yeah, we're not sure. having to guess at shit. So he's got to be Otis's half brother, right? I and would not think so. Baby's half brother. I, yeah because they're not blood related no i can't see like that even their relationship doesn't feel like it either you know i think he yeah i think just the way that they're playing off each other it make more sense that it would be otis's half brother mm-hmm. which i think i mean and i think that could fit into otis's story yeah how we went over it with being pretty much neglected by his folks and stuff like they had like the same mom yeah or something yeah because then it, you know maybe then neither of them were because we've mentioned in the in the Devil's Rejects episode that Otis's name is is Otis B Driftwood. It's not like these others where it's an alias for like a, a Marks. Uh, Captain Spaulding being Character. Johnny Lee Johns. Oh yeah 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 yeah. I know what you're saying. Or uh, Vera Allen being Baby Firefly. Otis's name is Otis Driftwood because he took it himself because his parents were neglectful to the point where they didn't Damn, name him. That's like Joe Dirt. <laughs> right? <laughs> so that means that Foxy Coltrane's name probably is Foxy Coltrane. Yeah. That's funny. But I could, yeah, that would totally make sense. Or given I mean, the circumstances. Foxy was short for whatever it was anyway. But you know what I'm Foxglove J. Coltrane or yeah, whatever yeah, it yeah. was. But. but still, that's pretty neat. So yeah, I, I liked his character. It. It would have been nice had we a little bit more fleshing out. Like, he was kind of thrown into it, but he fit into the scheme of things, too. So it wasn't totally out of the blue. Um, if you've been following the movie enough to see some of the uh, celebrity cameos that have been touted, don't expect them to stick around for long. Not I'm very. I'm going to throw that out there. <laughs> nah, Dee Wallace, it was cool to see her in this for quite a bit, too. Oh, yeah. So that was cool. Uh, some of the others, though, even like a certain re- recur- returning character was yeah, very that was much like, not in this movie. That kind of sucked, to be honest. That was one part I wasn't really happy with. No, I think we could have gotten better. A lot better. It, that it, that this, entire scene. Yeah, that was kind of shit. That was kind of shitty. I, I think I think I know you and I both know what we're talking about. Um, but yeah, I mean, there were some, like I said, some cool characters... I even liked the fact that, you know, there was like this cult celebrity status attached to them. And then uh, 
Without, like I said, spoiling I a whole wish, lot. We talked about this a little bit after the movie. I kind of wish more would have been done with that. Because of those first 15 minutes, the interesting part in the disjointedness was them setting up the celebrity part. And that makes total sense, given the circumstances, too. It's not unbelievable that that would happen. And how much Otis has always been modeled after Manson anyway. Yeah, exactly. And it was kind of playing off of that, too. Like I said, mm-hmm. it would totally makes sense. Um, and given the time period, too, that... It what trans uh, well it, it goes from like the late seventies basically to the late eighties during that course of time that mm-hmm. they were in jail. So it would make sense. Like you get this cult of personality, especially with the Reagan era and all that stuff. Yeah, so that that didn't factor in as much later in the movie as I hoped with how they set it up in the beginning, but it was still a neat idea that's worked within the movie. So I think so, yeah. Um shit. I mean, without saying too much of what actually happens in the back half of the movie, we did already intimate that it could go on. How would you like to see it go on if it did? Because I was kind of thinking of this earlier. Okay. Man, that's a good question. I'll let you think. Here was my idea. Yeah. If I were to continue on, I'd plan for two more movies. Make it a a quintilogy. (laughs) All right. right. (laughs) Um, They're out. They've got, they've got followers. Technically, big air quotes. You know what I mean? Like, there's not people actually following them right now, but they've got fucking fans, right? Have Otis start a cult for the fourth movie? That would be kind of neat. And given the area where they're in, too, I can see that happening. Have Otis, yeah, have Otis start a cult because he's always had these crazy aspirations, anyway. Maybe not to be an actual cult leader, but he always has, is like, I'm trying to make people see sort of things with his killings and shit. While Richard Brake as Fox, Foxy is kind of holding it down because he's a killer, but he's not like Otis or Baby. Like he's kind of like the Captain Spaulding almost. Who's, right. He's a killer, but he's not out there doing serial killer shit just for the hell of it. Exactly. He just kills sometimes. He's that kind of guy. And then have Baby continue deteriorating. You have something, some sort of fallout happen at the end of that. Last movie, three of them against each other. Oh, uh, damn. <laughs> uh, I will. While, maybe, while like the feds are circling in or something. So like they end up having to do an yeah. actual like last stand and come together at the last second sort of thing. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I think if, if they were to continue the characters, it would be neat to see them like what happens after the fact, you know, after their, their encounter at the end of the film. And whether they continue on that journey in south of the border <laughs> or, you know, if, if there's federalities after them, stuff like that, who knows? It would be kind of interesting, but I don't know. I, I don't know. I, like I said, if they decided that this is it, I would I would still be fine with that, too. I mean, I'm still... I'd be fine with it, but I'd probably never really watch it again. Maybe, yeah. Maybe one or two more times. I did just order it on 4K. It would make me wonder, too. Well, I'd say maybe if they don't do a continuation of those characters, what if they were to go back and do, like, a prequel to House, you know? Young... Oh, like, Young Baby. Right. And when they first really got into the business. The highway and shit. Maybe that would be kind of cool. The like, trip movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I That would be kind of neat. Get a younger version of those two characters and then play out that going into maybe house mm-hmm. yeah that'd be kind of neat i don't know i hope we get more 
it does leave it open for more. I think this yeah. movie they have will to be do looked it. on better in hindsight if there are more. Yeah, but. I'd say I, it, it'd have to be much sooner than than later, considering some of these actors' ages and stuff like that too. And that's I'm gonna be completely honest. That's why I decided to break down and buy the 4K today, just to help like encourage them. Be like, here, you guys yeah, are getting no fucking shit. money. Like, I mean, I'll definitely buy this film. That's without question. Because but... I was gonna wait to see if they put out a three pack, but I'm like. I'm just gonna fucking. Yeah, so I just bought that two pack. I don't need three pack. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, like I say, it, it would work better, much better, if they decided to do it much sooner rather than wait another 15 years. Even then, I would be like, man, I don't know how interested I am <laughs> at this point. You'd have like 30 plus years invested in these characters, where it's like, man, you should have done this shit a long time ago. We'll see, but I'm, I'm open. I'm open to the idea of a continuation, but man. Don't wait so long. Now, ultimately, I like the movie. Uh, we should end up with some dope posters that I will be happy to have on the wall. Yeah, call. likewise. Um, I personally think it works better as a linking movie. If there is nothing to eventually link it to, I'll probably only watch it maybe <laughs> two more times in my life, whereas I'll probably still be watching Devil's Rejects twice a year for the rest of my life. You know, it's, like, it's funny <laughs> in a way is over the weekend... <clears throat> is uh devils was on and i was like fuck i got some time i'm gonna watch a little bit of this <laughs> and so i did yeah it was because it's one of those great. movies if it's on it's just same thing with like a house i'm like i got time i can watch yeah, this I got, time. I got time i can make time i might not watch the whole thing but i'll watch the parts i like yeah this if it's on i might still play assassin's creed that's a good point yeah there's some scenes i'd be tuned into but not yeah. necessarily the whole thing no if it's just starting I'm doing yeah. something else. I was like, yeah, I've already seen this this part. Maybe if I'm not doing something in 20 minutes, I'll check back. <laughs> yeah, play it, play it in the background or something. But yeah, overall, like I said, it's, it was a fun experience. I enjoyed it. It was good to get out our first road trip. Now, I will say I'm excited for the 4K because it's unrated. Nice. I don't know how much is supposed to be added back in, but it's not going to be the theatrical cut. So I'm curious to well, see what that'll do. Maybe the Sean Whalen part that we wanted. Yeah. Oh, that'd be dope, right? Yeah, why not? Anyway, <laughs> um, that's it for this. I'm not sure when it'll be up. I mean, by the it'll be up before the next episode, and you guys know that because you're listening to it right now. So uh, I guess I don't have to follow that up. Please go listen, hit subscribe, go listen to our next episode. Uh, but I'm not going to go through the entire spiel. This is just a mini so fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, like I said, it's been fun. It was a good way to talk about this movie without actually spoiling a lot of things. And uh, yeah, just another one of those things we've done recently where we've gone through uh, like a string of movie visits uh, as far as going to the theater. So this was another one of those. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, I agree. Maybe in, in a lot of ways, it it's the best one. Yeah. I think. It's, we, finally, we got to see fucking Three from Hell opening I know, dude. that's awesome i was dope <laughs> not a lot of people can say that no yeah i mean fuck there was only what like just a handful of people at our theater i'd i'd say 17 other people yeah if Ma- that max yeah max so that's cool yeah i enjoyed <laughs> it yeah it was a lot of fun uh shit anyway let's go talk about some tigers yeah tigers wow.